Blog Talk Radio. And now on Blog Talk Radio, you're listening to Wine Talk with Stu the Wine Guru. Wine Talk for today, Wednesday, May 19th, 2010. It's 7 p.m. Eastern, and I'm your host, Stu, the Wine Guru, coming to you live from beautiful Coral Springs, Florida, as I always do. As you know, I'll take your calls anytime during the show at 1-646-381-4860 or email me your questions at info at stewthewineguru.com. You can also go into my chat room here on the show page and chat with other wine enthusiasts, ask any questions you like, chat it up, and uh, get ready for a good show. I want to say thanks to all the listeners out there for getting the word out about my show. Welcome to all of you listening worldwide. I call that the power of the people meets the power of the Internet. If you want to know more about me, just Google Stu the Wine Guru. You can find the websites, videos, articles, and all the shows I'm currently part of. Now, speaking of articles and reviews, I'm writing wine articles and reviews for Yahoo and The Examiner, so look for those as well. I've also made a Wine 101 viral video series that can be viewed on both YouTube or my website or just about anywhere on the Internet. If you, again, Google Stu the Wine Guru, you can find all those videos that I've put together recently. All right, let's talk wine. We've got a fantastic show for you tonight. Of course, the number to call in, 1-646-381-4860. Or, if you're shy and you prefer the computer, email me your questions at info at com. As always, as I mentioned at the top of the show, I have an open chat room for the listeners to go into and chat amongst themselves about wine ask me any questions or answer the question of the night, and I'll check into the chat room live periodically during the show so I can answer your questions. Later in the show, my question of the night is, drum roll please, really bad drum roll, but anyway, what do you trust more about wine information? What you read about online or in magazines, or what you hear about it through friends, wine consultants at stores, etc.? So, get ready on the phone, get into the chat room, or email me on that one. I'll give you my review of great value-priced wines. Today's wine is a great wine from Napa and around $20. You're going to want to stick around for that. I will make some red and white wine recommendations in my segment, Stu's Pick of the Week, 
Also, in my segment, Stu's Restaurant Pick of the Week, I'll be making a restaurant pick for you. So when you travel, I'll have a spot for you to go to that offers great food and great wine as well. So stay tuned for that. First up, I have an announcement to make on the upcoming shows. In the next few weeks and months, in addition to having winemaking legends and wine-related product producers and wine educators on the show, I'm going to have some surprises. So listen in for them. Stay tuned in and also tweet, Facebook, Humble, Ming, Xing. Use every social networking medium you know and keep getting the word out. I have to tell you, my listeners, you are doing a fantastic job. Um, I've been getting some great reviews, as well as uh, some kudos from the uh, critic world and uh, just some of the people in the trade that have uh, really encouraged me. So, and that all has to do with you, the listener out there, getting the word out worldwide. So, moving forward, you, the listener, again, will get a variety of views about why from a myriad of sources on this show, and I will always keep it entertaining. That is my promise to you. Remember, if you have questions, I have answers. So call me at 1-646-381-4860 or email me at info at stewthewineguru.com. You can also get into the chat room, as I mentioned earlier, voice your opinion about wine, about uh, just about anything you feel like getting off your chest. Um, I'm pretty open. So let's talk about some great value-priced wines. Today's choice is from California. It's a Cabernet from the Napa Valley region. It's a 2007 Behringer Knights Valley Cabernet Sauvignon. Now, the notes on this are blackberry, brown sugar, and anise in the nose. It's nice root core, round mouthfeel, and dusty tannins make it a Napa Valley standout. Now, typically, to the unaware, Behringer is always paired in a sentence with White Zinfandel. I'm sure everyone out there that does know immediately thinks of White Zinfandel. And the sales of that wine for them probably makes up a high percentage of their total sales. So uh, that's why you can probably think of it being synonymous. Behringer has had some fantastic wines and is one of the premier and oldest wineries in Napa. The average price you'll find for this great Cabernet is $20, and I rate it 90 points. It's a fantastic cab at a great value price, I have to say. Uh, and if you do get a chance to get out to Napa Valley, that is one of the best wineries to get to. Uh, they have some phenomenal wines that you can try. Uh, they can take you down into the caves where they had the barrels, and they've uh, you know, kept the wines, uh, the history. Um, they used to 
interestingly enough, and now they have only, unfortunately, the stump of the tree. But when I was there, prior to that, they had this tree that was there for probably uh, a couple hundred years. And uh, it was very, very well known. And when you went to the winery, uh, you'd see it, people take pictures of it. You know, it's, a, it's probably a historical monument. Unfortunately, something happened and they had to take that tree down. I can't remember what the story was. Uh, they couldn't save it for some reason. So uh, you know, now this, unfortunately, a historical stump. So when you get there, you get to look at what was. Um, okay, so on to my pick of the week. So every week, I choose a red and white wine that I recommend for the weekend or for any occasion. So we are on Wednesday, so uh, if you take the recommendation, you go out there, you can have it for you know, Friday, for Saturday, for the weekend, um, or just try it yourself, go home and give it a shot. This week's red is a 2007 Molly Duker, the Scooter Merlot. For me, I'm not a big Merlot drinker, as you probably listened to to any of the archive shows. I still drink it every once in a while, but it's not my varietal or grape of choice. But this is a quintessential Merlot from Australia. Now, the notes on this are, first and foremost, Molly Duker is one of the best wine producers out of Australia, hands down. This wine presents a dark ruby color, sweet berry fruit. Um, the... Tannins are very fine and integrated, and it has a really beautiful, long finish. So now, if you were going out there and you were looking for a moderately priced, I say moderately because it's not the below 20 mark, but then again, it's not the uh, above 30 mark. It's a $25 bottle. But for your $25, you're probably getting some of the best Merlots uh, that you can drink from, from Molly Duker, and this particular one in, in uh, that I speak of, the scooter is, is probably one of the best. The price you should be able to find, like I said, about $25. I rate this 94 points. It ranks up there with some of the best Melos in that price point. Uh, I can think of some from California. Ferrari Carano is one. Franciscan is another good one. Um, just to name a few. And then it can get up there into the higher numbers. But in that $20, $25, between $25 and $30 price point, you couldn't get better. So, on to my white wine pick of the week. It is a 2006 Gewürztraminer. This is from the Alsace region of France, and it's a Trimbach Gewürztraminer. Now, uh, for all of you out there that are not familiar with Gewürztraminers, and when you see it on the label, the word, you'll want to say uh, Gewürztraminer uh, or any other uh, variation on that same Theme. But it's Gewürztraminer, and it's from that region near, kind of like near Switzerland, where France meets Germany, meets Italy, right on that Alsace border. Um, this is perfect. This is the perfect wine for spicy food. So anybody out there that's a big spicy food fan enjoys, let's say, a hot chili, real spicy chili, uh, even a Thai food, spicy Thai food's real good. Um, again, any Mexican kind of food is, you know, oddly enough, people think, don't think of uh, the Gewürztraminer, but it is literally the perfect pair. 
with that. One of the best in the whites. It's a white, and um, the notes on this are uh, rose and lychee and spice on the nose. And then it's very dry, got good levels of natural alcohol, but it's plenty of acidity. So that's kind of nice. It kind of cuts the spice on your tongue and on your palate. As with all white, of course, this should be sufficiently chilled before you serve it. I think that in addition to um, the wine and its uh, um, the things that that the characteristics of this particular conversion in tandem help to uh, cut the spice and or I would say complement it. So you should be able to find this wine for about sixteen dollars, which is a real nice price for a really good white wine. And I rate this eighty nine points. It's also good you know, like a good summer wine. All right, so on to my question of the night at the top of the show. So what do you trust more about wine information? What you read about online or in magazines or uh, what you hear about it through friends, wine consultants at stores, etc. So I'm going to put it out there. I have it in the chat room. Uh, I got a Andrew Harris in there. Uh, if you want, give it a shot. Give me an idea what you think, which, which way you go as far as um, what you trust. Let me know. And let's see. Uh, let's see. I'll take your calls now. 1646-381-4860 or for all of you out there again, shy on the phone, want to email me your answers, go to e info at stewthewineguru.com. As I see there's a bunch coming through here now. Or get into the chat room with Andrew and uh, chat it up. Tell me your story. Remember that when you email me your answer, tell me where you're from as well. Because I'm going to have your email address, but I'm not going to know where you're from, where it's coming from. So I like to know that so do my listeners. Okay. So the first one here is from Family Man of Wichita, Kansas, and it says, Stu, you've hit upon a great show. I live in Wichita, Kansas, and a lot of my friends are just getting into wine. We all listen into your show, and it's great. In answer to your question, I do both. I listen to articles that I read online, uh, and I also read magazines and... I listen to shows like yours, and some I watch on TV. Thanks for your wine knowledge, and I'll keep listening in. Well, well, thanks, family man, for your email and your compliments. So a little bit of both from Wichita, Kansas. Okay, that works. Uh, let's see. Next one is from Bonsoir 11 from Nice, France. And it says, hello, Stu, the wine guru. You are becoming very popular with my friends and I as far as wine information goes. I think it wise to consider all facets of media when one looks to get informed. I read Wine Spectator and talk with friends who are in the know. Keep it up. We in Nice are listening to your show. Well, merci beaucoup for your email, Bonsoir11, and I think that is a sound way of learning. That's a real good way of doing it. So let's see what we got here now. Uh, I'm going to scan through here. Again, the phone number to call, one 646 or email me at info at stewthewineguru.com. Again, you can get into the chat room, become proactive 
chime in. Let me know what you think. Join Andy. I'm calling you Andy, Andrew, if you don't mind. And uh, let's see. Let's see what we can do. What kind of damage we can do here? Okay. So the next one is from Jovial Misfit 45. That's what I like about these people with email names like Jovial Misfit. Just think about that. That's a great name. I like that. Well, anyway, Jovial Misfit 45 from Jerez, Spain, and it says, Stu, I recently found this show from a recommendation from a friend at work. We're very entertaining and seem to know your wine. I find out about wine mostly through reading about it. I just went to your site and watched one of your videos. Good stuff. I will use the Internet more, and also I will keep listening to your show. Thanks. So, well, well, thank you, Jovial, for your email. Thank you for your compliments. It definitely sounds like a plan. Finally, uh, I'm going to give you my thoughts on the subject. Because I think uh, I'm just reading through some of these other ones. Pretty much everyone's saying kind of similar stuff. I'm a firm believer in using all forms of media to find out about wine, about anything, really. I like it. Anything I need to know about, if I'm looking for information about something, it could be about cars, buying a car. Uh, it could be about anything. Um, I usually like to use all media. And so the Internet, wine mags like Wine Enthusiast and uh, Wine Spectator and um, everything, every other you know, I listen to store clerks. I listen to the people in the, in the, the wine stores because uh, I'm interested in hearing what they have to say about it. And, of course, my favorite way by, of all is to travel to the country of origin and drink it there. I mean, I feel it's always good to try to find as, out as much as you can about wine whenever possible, wherever possible. So surf the net, read the books and the mags, and talk to your local store, your uh, wine connoisseur there. Information gathering can be fun as well as educational. Let's see. Uh, Andy says, from Waverly, Virginia, I got really spoiled in New York. I found a wine store in central New York that was owned by a wine expert, okay, and he made excellent suggestions. Other than that, I tried wines at random and now listen to Stephen Wine. <laughs> Andy, if you don't mind me calling you Andy, thank you for chiming in on that one. And, uh, you know, Waverly, Virginia, you know, that's the thing, you know, the beautiful thing about wine, and I've said this over and over and over again, is that it has creeped into our consciousness. It has creeped into our everyday life in that people are now finding it um, more favorable than drinking other things like, for argument's sake, beer, which I have, I, I like all spirits. So I have, I mean, I could do a whole show about beer if you want, um, but I like beers and I like ales and a lot of this stuff as well as other good spirits, vodka and all that. But I'm seeing that the wine consumption in the U.S. in general, worldwide, but in the U.S., has gone up dramatically in the past couple of years. Um, I don't think it has anything to do solely with, let's say, movies like you know, Sideways and uh, Bottle of Shock, although I think you know, they have their impact in that people get information about it. And then, of course, they want to go out and go to Chateau Montalénia and, and check out that... Um, that uh, winery and that vineyard. But I do think that uh, people, since they're drinking wine more, are interested in finding out more about it. And, of course, the advent of the Internet, uh, the, uh, all the wine websites. Uh, certainly, I, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm trying to give and create an impact on people and enthusiasts out there worldwide. So 
it's important to me to to get that feedback, and you know I appreciate it, and I like that, and that's really what it comes down to. People from all over Waverly, Virginia, uh, to Wichita, Kansas, doesn't matter. On to my restaurant pick of the week. All right. My restaurant pick of the week is located in one of my old hometowns. Now, I won't say that it's in Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, but it's in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and its reputation for being the number one steakhouse in the country, I did say the country, is hard to dispute. I am talking about none other than, and probably most of you right now who are listening, may have been to this steakhouse in their lifetime. Now, that's saying a lot, because if you think about it, this steakhouse, before I mention the name of it, and of course I say Brooklyn, so a lot of people are going to know right off the bat what I'm talking about, has been around over 100 years. Okay. So I'm talking about none other than Peter Luger's. They have been around over 100 years and have the best shops around. The Porterhouse, the New York Strip, they're known for the Porterhouse, but the New York Strip, their filet mignon, they are all outstanding. Now you pair that up with a nice cab and you are good to go. Probably one of, and I, I think there's going to be, I'm going to get emails, I know this, people are going to go, whoa, whoa, Stu, about, what about Ruth Chris's and what about, uh, you know, Don Shula's and, you know, those are phenomenal. Those are great. I, I take nothing away from them. But I'm not the only one that, who has made this <laughs> claim. And they have had it, you know, for a long time, 20-some-odd years, they've had this being the number one. So it's got to say something. They've been uh, in Brooklyn, and they're in Great Neck, which is a part of Long Island, New York. Um, and I can tell you, I remember living in Manhattan before I actually got to Peter Lugas. So here I was. I lived in Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn. For all of you out there, not that far from Williamsburg. Brooklyn in general is not that tremendous, but... Uh, really not that big. And I have to say, I never got to it living there. I could have, but I never did. I got to it when I lived in Manhattan. Um, and, you know, was seeking out great places for, for steak and, and, you know, good places for chops. So uh, I highly, highly, highly recommend that if you want, again, the best, probably the best steak you'll ever taste in your life, uh, so says the New York Times, so says the Zagat, so says just about every reviewer and critic out there who's ever gone to a, a Peter Luger's before. Um, I would head down to Williamsburg, which is the heart of Brooklyn. Uh, it's 178 Broadway. For reservations, you're going to call 718-387-7400. Or if you want to find out more about this place, you're going to go to www.peterlugers, and I'll spell it, P-E-P-E-R-L-U-G-E-R-S.com. So for all of you out there who are like me, love a great steak, good baked potato, some fresh greens like stream beans, well done, and uh, a nice glass of really good Cabernet Sauvignon, um, you've got to head over there because that's a great place to go. Okay. What else? Let's see. Uh, can read a little bit more email? I've got a lot here. 
boy tell you from Australia, from India. Everybody basically saying kind of the same thing in regards to this. Um, I got one. Let's see. This is um, Gupti Five O, who just said, uh, "I was at Peter Luger's last week, and you're right. I had their porterhouse, and by far, it was like butter." That's very good. Thanks for mentioning it. Uh, it's a great place. I, I, <laughs> I live in Manhattan. Well, see, it's all coming through now. I'm getting everybody, yep, everyone's coming in and telling me about how they like Peter Lucas. I have a few people here who are like Ruth Chris fans. Yes, I know, I know. Ruth Chris is great. I've been to it. In, there's one in uh, Weehawken, right on, off the water. You can, if you're in Manhattan, you could take the, um, you can do it in Manhattan if you want, of course, but if you want in Weehawken, there's one right, uh, take the, the ferry out of Manhattan right into Weehawken and go there. Uh, so there's, there's Ruth Chris. I'm just giving them a, you know, a little bit of a plug there, and I happen to think they make excellent steak. And I've been to Don Shua's. I'm getting everybody here. The contingency from uh, Florida is now all emailing me about uh, Don Shua's, and how could I not? How could I just say? How could I not say that it's better than Peter Lucas? Well, again, my opinion is I like Peter Lucas. I like Ruth Chris's. I like Don Shua's. Love Don Shua's. I've been to Don Shua's plenty of times. Um, and that one's in my Miami Lakes. Uh, however, I have to say that uh, I agree with the critics who have been saying it for the past 26 years that they make some of the best porterhouse uh, and they serve some of the best chops you could get anywhere. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it on that. Uh, I think I think we're going to wrap it up tonight. Tonight's going to be just a, a tad bit earlier than the normal show. Just because I feel like uh, I've covered kind of most of the stuff I wanted to talk about. And um, i got some more stuff I want to talk about next week on next week's show. So, uh, as always, uh, I want to thank everyone who listened in and emailed their questions and their answers. Uh, I also want to say um, if you have any questions about the show, you can email them to info at stewthewineguru.com. You can go to my website as well at www.stewthewineguru.com and click the link for all my wine articles, my videos, and you can listen to archive wine talk shows. Uh, that's always fun. There's a bunch that I always recommend. Uh, certainly, there's a few of my favorites. May Pang was one of them. Uh, where I got to talk to um, one of the Beatles, John Lennon's uh, Muse. That was a great show. I highly recommend you take a listen to that one. I also recommend the show with Ian Hungel from Peter Lehman. Great man, great winemaker, and uh, excellent wines. That's a good one to listen into. And uh, just off the top of my head for archive shows that you want to listen to, the David Duncan show for Silver Oak, like that one as well, because, again, he's a, uh, they're an institution in Napa Valley, and they make probably, again, one of the better, if not one of the best, top ten uh, Cabernet Sauvignons. There's Silver Oak, Napa Valley, and they're Alexander Valley. So having said that, uh, any other questions from the peanut gallery in the chat room? Andy, uh, I think you covered it. Yep, 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 yep. And I think I've covered the emails that I want to talk about. So tune in weekly, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, and whatever your time zone it is applicable. And 
come to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash stew the wine guru one word. Check out some of the wine 101 videos I'm coming out, out with. Coming up will be Chianti. I will also probably do a show, and I'll give you just a little uh, insight as to some of the shows that might be coming up here. Uh, I'm going to consider doing some, I've been asked about it, to do some Israeli wines. Talk about the Israeli wines. Uh, they make some phenomenal wines, and unfortunately, not many get here to the States, uh, and not many are familiar with some of the fantastic wines they make. But we'll I'll go over that and discuss that in depth coming up. I'm also going to be talking with some wine product producers, things that are accessories and things that have to do with wine and are related, but are not exactly wine. So uh, stick, uh, you know, stick to the I say stick to the dial as if we were talking about radio. But bookmark my my uh, Earl on your computer, so this way you can come back and listen for those things as well. You can always ask me questions info at stewthewineguru.com. And as I always say, if it's time to pour the wine, it is time for Stew the Wine Guru. Good night, good wine, drink up.